Once upon a time, in a forest not far from the quaint little village of Northframpton, there was a small cottage with a wise and beautiful witch who lived with her cute little animal familiars. There was Opal, a clever but chaotic crow with an opal necklace who loved to hunt for shiny things. There was Reginald the magpie with his favorite orange knitted beanie, a quick lad who liked to be the handy bird, as he said, and uh, Mr. Slimy the Toad. Everything was nice and lovely one crisp October evening until you heard a bang and a scream and you ran outside. You saw a witch hunter murder your witch and run away. And now the witch is dead. But wait, you've heard something she said once. You remember it, Mr. Slimy. She told it to you once. She said if this day ever came to bring the eyes of whoever murdered her and to perform the ritual to bring her back. But you have to be fast. If you wait too long, her magic will be gone from this land. And so might you be. You do eventually see coming into view as it seems like you start descending into a little bit of a valley. Um, you do see what appears to be a small town uh, unfold in front of you. Um, it's not very big. It looks like there's maybe only two dozen uh, buildings or so. Although one building that very much so juts out from the rest is uh, kind of on the other side of the valley, you know, smallish valley on the kind of hill going up one building that looks much larger and more uh, grand than the rest of them. It's not huge, but it definitely is the largest out of all of them. It looks significantly nicer than uh, any of the little cottages or homes that more closely resemble whatever the witch's hut looked like. Although maybe with less ornaments and knickknacks all around it and with less dead witch bodies in front of it. A key factor. <clears throat> yeah. No dead bodies on any of these properties. Unless. Oh, unless. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Not yet. Yeah, yet. Exactly. <laughs> Son of a witch. These are huge shacks. <laughs> We've been living out in... Oh, my gosh. Dirty Rick speaks up. He goes, oh, they look like normal uh, people homes to me. Uh, you know, the usual biz. Is this what a mansion is? Is that a castle? Is that... I, I start pointing. Is that a castle? That one up on the hill there? Yeah. Uh, no, to me, that seems more like a fine estate. Maybe uh, something like a duke or a count or a baron lives there. Maybe even a neural. Who knows? There's someone who can count in that building? Oh, yeah, for sure. Wow. Chestnut needs to go that way. Oh, nope. I'm going to be heading home, back home into my master's house where Wait. I will fall asleep. Chestnut, do you know what's in that big house on the hill? Oh. I, I do know that that is where the, the important man lives. The important man? Is that the I, man with the pointy hat and the beard? No, I don't think so, but he is okay. important. I know every time he comes by, my master always does the thing that humans do, where instead of standing, they kind of fold over and then they stand straight back up. I've never seen that gesture. What is its meaning? I only see him, my master and the other folk do it whenever a man that lives up there is out and about. Uh -huh. Well, 
if that man's important and that's what the humans do near him, maybe Opal and Reginald, maybe you should do that near me. Hmm, I'll think about it. Anyways, we should go up there anyways. <laughs> Try folding. It might feel I nice. Prob- Try folding. I probably I won't. I don't I don't move like that. That was a good try, Reginald. We'll work. We'll work on it. And um, you guys uh, enter what is basically one of the main streets of uh, this small little village. It's late at night. Uh, there aren't... You, you see, like, maybe only two humans uh, out and about. They're lounging... Uh, or they're, they're standing uh, in front of the house. It looks like two women. Um, they're kind of dressed in not, you know, much more plain clothes than your witch would wear. Um, and as they uh, see, you know, what's it, what seems like a perfectly normal collection of animals, a horse being ridden by two birds, a frog and a raccoon, um, as, as the <laughs> horse uh, with this party starts trotting into the town, the, uh, the, the two female humans, they, they both look at each other um, and they, they begin s- saying things. Uh, maybe if there was someone really clever, they could understand some bits of it. But, uh, you know, they, they also they take uh, a brown powder from their bags and they start like throwing it at you guys while backing up slowly. Brown powder. Yeah, it's like a light brown powder. Are they wearing pointy hats? They are not. Okay. And two, I am clever. Oh. I, are you clever enough to figure out what they're saying? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to be Mr. Slimy's replacement once, you know, he finally croaks. <laughs> <laughs> While you may not be able to understand their language, maybe you can understand their intents. This is going to be basic clever roll. Not dangerous. Alrighty. <clears throat> How does a five sound? Total. Is it five plus two? No, it's just three plus two. Oh. <laughs> um, the brown powder smells weirdly spicy and sweet and you d- you don't like it when it uh gets on you oh my dear reginald you tried i cast speak human i leave now see the powers of the nature spirit manifest <laughs> um i would like you to go to your character sheet and where it says current danger i would like you to write one okay wait on mine on your sheet yes i would like you to put the number one in your current danger Oh, does the danger go up every time I cast a spell? Yes, because casting a spell is always dangerous. It's ah. it's an automatic win uh, every time, but it is always dangerous. No, I... sorry. Well, as as you say what that was, could you please let me know uh, what your goal is here so I can help you try to achieve it uh, before we get to the next part? <laughs> okay. My goal is, well, I just cast Speak Human because I want to understand what they're saying. I, yes, I don't want to like, also reveal that I can talk them. yet. You yelled something at them. No, I. that was my like introduction to try to impress the other animals as I was casting it. Okay, so you're not yelling at the humans. You're not no, I don't want to let them know that I can talk yet. Nature spirit. No, okay. no, yeah. That that was for the sake of the other animals. I was just showboating. Okay, um, so you want to understand what they were saying. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... Um, before before the moments where they start, or, you know, during the part where they're throwing this brown powder and they start backing up, um, you can understand uh, clearly what they're saying. Suddenly, just the knowledge of the humans flows into you and you can understand what they're saying and their intentions. Um, in fact, your, your little toad body swells up a little bit with this information. And uh, you can hear them. Oh, you understand. One of the women, she's, uh, she's going, oh, I knew... I knew that 
things would be bad ever since the Baron uh, said that there's been too much bad juju around here. And, and now look at this scandalous party of creatures arriving into town. Quick, throw more cinnamon at them. It will make them go away. <laughs> oh, oh, what will the professor think of this? What will the professor do? This is clearly a bad omen of the... Look upon her back, Stephanie. And Stephanie looks and she gasps and she goes, oh, It is a crow and a magpie and a toad. That symbolizes that death will be coming to the town soon. Oh no, we must get going. We must inform the professor and the guards. And uh, they are... Uh, Especially of that toad because the toad looks quite hideous. That is the most dangerous one. <laughs> and uh, they, they run off uh, as they finish throwing the uh, brown powder at you. Well, all right. Let me explain to you what they said. They were impressed and afraid of <laughs> me in particular and decided to run away. But they said they said that they needed to go speak to the Baron and a professor. And the guards. Um, Don't forget the guards. Ah, yes. And the guards. So perhaps we should hide, but also try to follow and see where this professor is. Any sense? Uh... I don't know, I just, maybe this is stereotyping, but I assume that an old man with a beard would be a professor. Mm. Also, it's cinnamon, don't worry. What's cinnamon? I presume a brown powder. Uh, it's, it's a component that the witch used in some of her most important spells. Her spells mm. to create delicious food. So we should collect some to take it back with, to her, with the eyeball. Let's worry about that later. First, let's hide so these guards don't get us. And uh, with with that, Royal Chestnut makes a sharp left turn towards uh, one of the houses where he uh, trots into a, a small little wooden, like, housing hole, you could call it, and uh, decides to uh, stand in there. And he says, well, alrighty, I'm here and I'm done. And uh, thank you for the carrots. And I'm going to go to bed now. Thank you so much, Royal Chestnut. Oh, yes. It was really good. It was so cool. That was the first time I've ever ridden on a horse. It was amazing. Uh, you all hop off, including Dirty Rick, and Dirty Rick goes, It's been a nice time, but uh, I think I am going to try to make my way over to that large estate there, because that is where all the best stuff is. And so I'm going to try to help myself to there, and uh, maybe I'll seize you when I seize you. We'll seize it ya. was nice to meet you, Dirty Rick. Wait, Peace. Dirty Rick, do yes. you want to join us in our quest? Uh, no thanks, I'll pass. But uh, you have a good time. Uh, good luck on the revenge. Make sure to make it painful. Oh, indeed. Like, really make it hurt. We're going to pull his eyes out. Yeah, but make it painful before then, you know? Don't just, like, pull him out and then be like, ah, you're dead. Oh, be like worry. pain. And then, anyway, I'll see you later. And uh, he starts scampering off. Wow, he's he's making his way downtown. He's <laughs> walking fast. Um, is there anything, <laughs> is there anything perhaps arcane about, about Rick? About Dirty Rick? Sorry? Is there... Is there any sort of check that I could do to try to tell if there's anything, like, that Rick is hiding? Like, anything arcane about him? Um, no. You don't have the ability to sense magic. Okay. Well, um, Well, if he I turns guess... out to be the big bad, I called it. <laughs> I don't think he killed the witch. Yes, okay. I think our best bet is the professor. Do you think there's still time for one of you to fly up and see where those... Where those uh, woman humans ran off to. I could try. I'm gonna fly up to the top of either the little stall that Chestnut is in or on top of a house and start looking around, scanning for the women. Is that what see you're doing? I can see them. Yes, that is what I am doing. All right. Uh, you hopped on, I, be I believe it's a stable. 
basically. Uh, so you hopped on top of there to uh, try to scan around a little. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't see where the women ran off to, but uh, you do see something else that catches your attention. Um, not too far away and walking in your direction, there is a, uh, what appears to be a bright orange cat who is uh, trotting his way down over to uh, where you are. He actually looks up uh, as he's trotting and uh, appears to look at you as he uh, continues making his way over there. I'm going to stare him down. He continues to stare you down too as he approaches. Do you relay anything? Hello, Sir Cat. Meanwhile, what can I do for you? I obviously yeah. am talking to Reginald. I'm just like, and that's when she first told me that she loves me the most. <laughs> yeah, He's right. completely oblivious to this cat danger. I As this so. great story wraps up, the uh, yes, the cat does approach. Uh, Close enough to be able to... Well, no, he continues to approach uh, as Opal has caught it. What did you say? You called him Sir? I said Sir Cat. Ah, well, it appears that the newcomers do know their manners. All have done their information. I am, in fact, a Sir, so thank you for the warm welcome. And uh, what about your companions here? He, uh, As he says, companions, he's uh, looking at Mr. Slimy. Do I notice him at this point? Oh, well, you do now because there's a cat meowing at you. <laughs> okay, I kind of jump out of surprise and fear and, like, jump, like, three feet in the air, but then I, like, try to, like, play it off. I'm like, oh, thank goodness, another civilized person. I imagine it's, like, one of those, like, frog poppers you get, so you're just kind of, like, spinning and flailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I try I try to play it off cool. Ah, uh, yes. My reflexes are too sharp for my own manners. Yes, quite. Uh, may I ask what you're doing in my town? Well, I will hop down next to him. Trying to kill the guy who killed her witch. Hmm, terrible. But I don't see how that affects me. Exactly, so this is going to be great. That's one way of looking at it, yes. Do you by chance know of a man who wears robes, has old gray hair, wears a pointy hat? Hmm, why yes. That sounds like the professor. Oh my gosh, Mr. Slimy, you got it right. I truly am a great mind. Yes, quite. Um, may I ask again, um, especially since you may be new here, are you prepared to pay the uh, entrance tax? As 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 you as you are newcomers, you may not know this, and so I shall explain it to you and be fair and light. But effectively, uh, as the ruler over this town, or at least the ruler's pet over this town, I have jurisdiction over all of the things that the other pets and animals that arrive here do, and. You know, I request that you effectively uh, bring forth some of your possessions or food to grant to me so that I may allow you to stay here. You're the Baron's cat? Uh, I am the Baron's cat, yes. My name is Sir Field de Garf. I was just kind of joking when I said sir. (laughs) Wait, sir what? Don't worry about it. Uh, That's, well, uh, 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 Mr. Sir Field de Garf. that's that's Sir Fieldigoff. Yes, Sir Fieldigoff. Um, with all due respect to your station, we are newcomers here, and we uh must be careful to not be accosted by rogues. Do you have some sort of badge or documentation to prove that you have the position that you speak of? <laughs> Don't worry. There are no rogues in this city except for those who show up, possibly such as yourselves, and try to commandeer some of the property within it. No, you you need fret not about anyone stealing anything. This is simply a payment to ensure that your time here will be safe. If you've less left your certificate 
in the Baron's house. We would be happy to accompany you there so you could show it to us. His uh, tail flicks a little bit. He goes, I think not. I think uh, bequeath some of your possessions onto me. I do not need to provide proof. I am the Baron's cat. I will do so only if you take us to the professor. How quaint. You think you can give me orders. That's not how it works around I here. I think he's being prissy because the uh, Baron uh, had him neutered. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, and if I hear any more arguing or uncompliance to follow my orders, I will be forced to call my bodyguard, and I'm sure that when he arrives, you will either never want to enter this town again, or you will never be able to leave this town. Do I make myself clear? Bodyguard. What is that? Um, Let let me confer with my bird servants. Uh, Birds, birds, get over here. Get over here. Please decide wisely. Opal, I've... I've read about cats in books before. They have crazy long claws. They can, like, cut your head off. That's not worth it. Just give some of the shinies. And I have a razor-sharp beak. What's your point? Ugh. Mr. Slimy, you forgot. Ugh. We're magic. Uh, oh, yeah, what are you going to do? Clean him to death? We're, we're not here to fight a cat. Let's just give him the shinies. That's... I could give him my shinies, but I don't want to. Well, I, I know we don't want to, but we need to pick our battles. This is this is totally fine coming from I, someone who doesn't own anything. Listen, I will only give him my shinies if he takes us to the professor, or at least tells us. There's a third option. We can just run away, leave. Uh, do we really want to be fugitives in this town? We need. We might want to be able to walk out in the open and ask other animals questions. We're gonna be murdering someone. I don't know if we're gonna be not fugitives for very long, anyways. Listen, Opal, if you give him. Three of your shinies, I promise I will give you three shinies when we get back to the witch's house. Three of them? I was just going to give him one. Well, he's mad at us already. One won't be enough. Okay. I'll say this. Between all the... Well, I I suppose uh, Mr. Slimy didn't carry anything. It was Reginald and Opal who both kind of took the rest of the pot. Um, I believe Opal actually gave up both of her carrots. Um, So now between the two of you, there's... Two shinies each, and Richie has two carrots if he still wants them, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'll take a bartering token. Um, okay. I was going to give the cat one of the necklaces, okay? okay? let's give him a necklace and a carrot. Because, side note, is this a fat cat? That's a good question. I mean, if it's... if it's it is, Hope you don't have to find out. We've seen him. Oh, oh, fat. I thought you said fast. No, no, fat. P-H-A-T. Um, <laughs> he does look a little rotund, yes. Maybe it's all of the rich, fancy cat food he receives up at the Baron's place. Cool. However, uh, it might not be safe to assume that he isn't sly or fast or anything. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not worried about that. I'm. S- yeah, okay. You can give him, like, you give him one shiny, I'll give him a shiny and a carrot. Frankly, looks like he uh, could use it for his waistline, the vegetables. But, okay. You, uh, you, you, hear him, you hear him speak up you. didn't you. hear that. Time is up, my friends. Have you, uh decided on whether you're going to bequeath some of your possessions as as a relatively light payment to enjoy the city safely. Only if you at least point us in the direction of the professor. His tail flicks annoyingly. He goes, and what would you offer for both the entrance fee and for this great duty that I must do to help you? I show off the necklace that I got. Oh my, that is fairly shiny. I do like that. But I will still need the entrance fee as well, of course. Hey, this is the entrance hey, fee. Then I will need payments. Let's, let's yes. shake on this deal. Yes. Hello? Shake on this deal. Okay? We need bo- Everyone here needs to agree to this. So we agree to... Do you have anything else that is shiny? I, 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 I. We'll shake on the agreement and then give you 
everything that we have for you. His, his tail flicks annoyingly. He goes, you only have the one shiny between you I all. I didn't say that. How many shiny things do you have? I'm not saying that either. Well, we're not going to tell you. Then you must tell me before I call over my bodyguard, which I am very close to doing, mind you. You want the shinies. We're giving you the shinies. You just got to point us in the direction of the professor, and we got to shake on it. You will give me the shinies first. I will give you my shiny first. We will shake, and then we'll give you the other shiny. If I find that you are trying to cheat me out of the very fair entrance payment that I am giving the opportunity for you all to take, then there will be many problems. However, I shall trust you for a very brief moment. He extends a paw. I... Are you going to shake? Are you going to do the shake? Oh. You've got four appendages. The the, the rest of us have two. Well, I go over <laughs> to Opal and I like reach out for her to give me the necklace. No, I gave the cat the necklace. So I got, we got a shake on it. We're shaking on it now. No, I don't think you've already handed it over. Yeah, I already handed it over. Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, you reach out to give him the shiny uh, to his open paw. And then once the necklace is in his hand, he retracts his paw. Now then, uh, you, you didn't think I was going to shake your, any of your hands, did you? <laughs> you're walking on the dirt, so like you're not going to get him dirty by touching us. <laughs> Are you done? Okay, very well. So, you're looking for the professor, you said? Yes. Yes, I might be able to lead you over to the professor. Again, presuming you have the shiny, otherwise there will be very much trouble to pay here. Follow me, if you will. I will give you the very brief tour. And he uh, starts trotting jauntily along. I'm pleasantly surprised by him now. I hop afterward. As do I. He, fl he flicks his tail out to uh, point out the various buildings uh, going, and this is another peasant's house. Oh, and this is a peasant's house. Oh, and this is another peasant's house. Oh, and don't mind that over there. That's a peasant's house. Ah, here we are. This is the professor's house. He is, of course, another peasant, but he has a different name than the rest of them. What does this house look like, Mr. Narrator? It looks man? like a regular old house. Regular old house? Okay. At least, you know, in this, in this town. Yeah. Now then, I believe you were to give me another payment of shiny. Indeed. Absolutely. I, uh, drop a shiny and a carrot uh, in the to him, I guess. Okay, I don't know what that orange thing is, but uh, you can keep that. I'll, I'll just be taking this. Yeah, it takes the ring. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's called a carrot. It's something you can eat. Oh, no, I'm familiar with carrots. That's uh, how they grade gold. Uh, but uh, I will continue on. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Um, and I will be going back to my master's house now. So, okay. uh, ta-ta for now. Enjoy yourselves. Oh, and watch out for the rats. <laughs> and uh, he starts trotting off. I did not like that cat. I did better than I thought it was going to. Wow, I'm sure glad that none of us are stuck up like he is. Man, oh man. I wonder, being, what is it, the Baron? That sounds boring. What is there to do in something that's barren? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where's she going with this? <laughs> the witch is dead. The puns are not. <laughs> Okay, so we've got two suspects, the Baron and the Professor. Now, we think the Professor, because he's a professor, might be in professor clothes, which might include a pointy hat. Yes. yes. I, I, think, I think it's pretty well established that he's the number one suspect. He's Shall the we, Professor. Let's get in all sneaky-like. I agree. So looking at this house, what does it look like? Um, It looks like a simple, like, kind of medieval style, like one story. It's not very big, um... You know, there's a couple windows. There is a light on inside, or like, you know, you can see like the flickering candle flame. They didn't have electricity. You can you can see the like light from a few candles or a lamp or something perhaps going on inside, but the window's a little too high for uh, anyone on the ground to see. And you know, there's a door 
There's a little chimney with a little bit of smoke coming out of it. Can I flap up to, like, the windowsill? Um, yes. Are you trying to do so slightly, just in case someone decides to look out? Um, gosh, do I? Because, like, I'm just a freaking bird. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, am, right. I, am, what, I am a hyper-intelligent bird, quote-unquote. All right. Let's go for a... This is, I mean, it is simple, to be fair. So let's go for a simple sly roll here. Alrighty. Oh, watch. <laughs> it's a three total. Mm. Uh, you fly into the window, because uh, what else was going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> fly into a, the window with a bit of a thud, and uh, can't really register what's going on as you fall back a short distance towards the ground uh, in front of your friends. Um, <laughs> but you do hear uh, a bit of noise and clattering inside of the house. I'm just kind of dazed on the ground, like, okay, so... Uh, um, His windows are not made of paper. I want to hop over near the edge of the door, but try to, like, blend in with, like, the dirt up next to the edge of the door. You know how, like, a toad can, like, kind of, like, be, like, all tucked up, so you... It's kind of hard to see. You know, they're all, like, tucked up right in the edge of a rock. Yeah. As you do that, uh, kind of turned around a little bit, you, uh, notice something. Uh, kind of, like, off just below the corner, there's, like, a kind of a crack between the, uh, the, the floor of the, the outside, like, wall floor and at uh, the ground. And you notice uh, a pair of small glowing red dots in there. Wait, like inside the door? No, like, uh, just, like, looking kind of behind you, uh, like, just barely under the house, like, in a crack, kind of. Oh. Oh, dear. Hello? The red dots disappear. Oh, my. Reginald Opal, I fear that this professor may have a familiar of his own. You hear a bit of squeaking, um, and then suddenly... What if we tried going through the roof? Suddenly, before you can try to go through the roof, <laughs> three rats, large rats, dart out from the crack inside of the house there. One of them makes their way towards Opal, one of them towards Reggie, still on the ground, and one of them right at Mr. Slimy, who's right there, and they are darting at you all. Opal's going to kind of, like, flitter up a little bit to try and dodge out of the way. I'll tell you what you're going to do. Everyone's going to make a quick roll, and this one's oh. dangerous. Oh, oh no. Yeah, oh, no. Ah. It's basic, though. This is a basic but dangerous quick roll. Six total. Six total. Four total. So I rolled a one. <laughs> no! Everyone is adding one to their danger. Oh my gosh. Remind, okay, can you remind me again how the danger works? Um, When you roll and you hit or get less than your current danger, you are in major trouble. And that's so after at the, the modifier? That is after the modifier, yes. Okay. So at this point, like if you rolled for fierce and you rolled a two or, le- two or one, uh, you would be in really bad trouble. Okay. However, you could not physically do it with quick yet. And all of the rats, uh, almost in like unison, they uh, all manage to like scratch and bite at you all at the same time, dazing and confusing you before running off with the carrot that was on the ground and the carrot that Reggie also had. And also the one that's attacking Mr. Slimy just seems really mean. And he's just kind of doing it for fun and masochism. Get away from me. Get away from me or you'll get warts from touching me. I'm a fearsome toad. He scratches you again. I do what- He scratches you again just because he's bigger and stronger than you I... before the two at the carrots come running back and the three of them run into the crack in the wall. Yeah, you're, you're better run. Oh, my friends, I'm wounded. Oh, oh. 
I like lie over on the ground. And I'm like twitching. What is I'm that? I'm gonna fly over. Blair, is that you? Blair. Wait, are you, are you okay? I, I see a light. Yeah, this could this could be a really good distraction. The rats will probably just go after the easy meat instead of us. True, true. That way we can get up on the okay, roof. Okay, perfect. Uh, Mr. Slimy, you stay here. We're gonna go get the guy. Uh, after I realized that they're not paying attention to my act, I just kind of <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, good. You're okay? You have a soccer injury there? <laughs> yeah. I, I live. I, I guess I can push through these grievous injuries. That cat said to watch out for the rats. I guess I see why now. I assume he meant narcs. <laughs> anyway, how are we getting in this house? Well, I guess we shouldn't stay around this crack because they might come back. So we should move somewhere else, I think. Yeah, get back from the crack. Okay, is there enough space? Like, how well is the door fitted? Is there enough space for a toad to slip through? No, unfortunately, it seems pretty well fitted. The only way to go through that door would probably be to uh, open it. Hmm. Too bad none of you has one of the ten spells, which is lock unlock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's an idea. Birds, what if you two fly and hit your bodies against the door in rapid succession? Because I'm pretty sure that's how humans think that another human is at the door. He'll come and open it, and we can slip in as he's distracted, looking around like, where's my friend? Why isn't anybody here? How, uh, counter, just dash inside. Counter idea. How about instead of us cracking our skulls against a wooden door, you just cast your spell the witch taught you, or that Blair taught you to, to speak human, and... Say, hey, I'm at the door. Could you open it for me? Ugh, the spell is very taxing. You know how how much casting a spell can harm a little body. I'll try it. I'll try knocking on the door. I'm going to fly out a woodpecker. Make a, make a clever roll. This is going to be simple. <laughs> Not dangerous. Twelve total. Dang. Um, you confidently strut right up to the door and, uh, Yes, indeed. Much like a woodpecker, you managed to knock at the door surprisingly loud. And that, my friends, is how you knock at a door. Okay, quick, hide. Sorry, you said quick? Who's in front of the door? That's, uh, I believe that's Opal and possibly Reginald? Yes. Why don't you two make quick rolls uh, as the door suddenly opens? I'm going to be really good at knocking the door and then I'm oh, not going to make this. Uh, no. I need to not speak. Okay, <laughs> I got an eight. Finally, a freaking ten. Actually, you were you were hidden from the door, so you're fine. I got it too. Oh, oh. <laughs> so it's not that the door hits you per se. Uh, it's mm -hmm. more so that you jump up and start kind of, you know, Reggie. He's fine. He he senses what's about to happen. He uh, manages to jump out of the way of the opening door. You're a little bit slower uh, as the door opens. You have to jump up, and you are like right in the vision of the human that's just opened the door. Indeed, uh, this fellow wearing robes with the, the, the gray tangly beard and the pointy hat, and even glasses, quite similar to what the witch might have worn. He, he looks at you and he goes, this is much a surprise. What's a crow doing knocking at my door at this hour? Wait, we understand him? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sick. Okay. I'm gonna try to creep in while he's distracted without him seeing me. Same. Make some slies. Are those like sick lies or? They are not going to be dangerous. Whoa. However, they are going to be challenging. Okay. Okay, here we go. Oh, I got an 11. And wow, nice. Okay, I got a nine. 
Okay. And the two of you swiftly and deftly hop and glide into the house, uh, leaving Opal to kind of flap and do whatever she's about to do as the professor is staring at her. Presumably she's really confused him. about why she can understand you. Rec <laughs> record scratch noise. What? Thank you so much for all of those who have been listening to this podcast. If you would just be able to go and subscribe on whatever platform it is or share, send, a re send us a review or a voice message even on Anchor, that would be wonderful. We love hearing from you and we love to see your feedback and we want to make sure that you don't miss any of the uh, upcoming episodes. That would be a true tragedy. So go ahead and do that. And uh, I think that's everything. So we'll get back to the show now. For his eyes. Um, you are going to make a dangerous, fierce roll. Oh my gosh. Um, this is going to be challenging. Right yeah. Challenging, yeah. dangerous, fierce roll. Please do not roll a one. It's a two. Thank goodness. <laughs> As you fly straight for the professor's face, uh, calling some sort of rage inspired nonsense, he uh, lifts up a finger and a small little flash emanates from it and hits you, and it hurts. Not like a ton, but ow, that does hurt. Ow! Um, and you just careen smoothly. Uh, he, he steps deftly aside as you careen smoothly through the open door and into the house. Why did you do that? Gonna... Tilts his head and he goes, Stop crowing at me. I won't, You're the I one won't, that attacked me. It, it uh, becomes a apparent that he actually can't understand you, despite the fact that you can understand him. He, he points at you again, and the, the finger glows blue again. He goes, there's something about you. Why have you come here? Why have you attacked me? Have you brought others with you? This is her doing, isn't it? She sent her. you after me. What are you talking about? I know it. I can sense it. I can sense it. You were her companions. You were the companion of Blair. Yeah, and you killed her, so now we're here for revenge. The question is, why have you come to find me? Is it revenge? Oh, I wish I could know. <laughs> I just I just said that. I just said revenge. Oh, would be that I could understand the animal before me. Uh, this guy seems pretty dense. Are, you are we sure he's a professor? He uh, walks on over, um, and uh, he grabs a, uh, a wooden stake that uh, seems to have some red at the end of it, and he walks back over to Opal, and he goes, Can you sense anything about this? Now, I have a quick question. Could yeah. Since we're inside the house, could we get a really brief description of the room that we're in? Oh, of course. Um, how terrible of me. Especially while you're hidden and you have the ability to look around quickly. So it's a very simple... I guess it's like the medieval version of a studio, <laughs> um, but kind of bigger. Um, you know, there's a bed off kind of in the corner. There's the warm glow of the fireplace, which is providing enough light to be able to see well. There's like, you know, kind of a hearth and a kitchen. What's most interesting is along the back wall, there seems to be a very large kind of... It's, it's very similar to what the witch had. Uh, there's a lot of... You recognize like the Alembic where she would make 
or it's something like an alembic where she would make potions. There's like a there's a couple bookshelves with a lot of books. You can't read them, but it looks like there's like magical sim symbolary on them. Uh, you would be able to maybe see that. You know, it, it's a simple like one large one large room kind of deal. Okay. And of course, you are you are hidden. kind of well hidden. You're actually at the kitchen table. Uh, the wooden the wooden table is, you know, very close to the door. So you and Mr. Slimy have uh, managed to secure yourself within the shadow, just below it. So you can see the scene of the professor hunched over Opal with the bloody stake in his hand. How close? How close are his books to the fireplace? Um, they are on the same wall, but they're basically on opposite ends of the wall. Okay, yeah. It would probably take some work to like get the fire over there or to bring them to the fire, if that's what you were thinking. Yeah. I just presume I hear fireplace, I hear books. Yeah, I'm gonna start creeping towards the fireplace. I think this is mainly Opal's scene, though. <laughs> okay. I will allow you to creep towards the fireplace. He's too distracted. He's talking to what he presumes, at the moment, is the only animal in the house. Opal's gonna look at the stake. Yes. Do you know anything about it? What can you tell me? How so does it make no you feel? And turn away from it. No. You don't know anything. Hmm. That's quite upsetting. I was hoping you'd be able to help explain, but I suppose not. I still don't know why you're here, and I can only assume that, because of the things that I did with her, that you are here only for revenge, or that she has sent you here on some disturbing task. I'm afraid, my little feathered friend, this may be the end for you. Is the fireplace the only source of light in the room? Yes. I have an idea. Because I hear this, and like, he's threatening Opal. It is very, it's, it's what he's saying, it's clear. Tell me if this is just too out of the out of the books, out of the wild, okay? Go for it. So my spell that they wish taught me is clean, tidy, clean, and mend. You wish to clean the fireplace? I wish to clean just the surface of the stone of the chimney, causing all the built-up soot that's not immediately touching it to plummet into the fireplace. You basi Basically, you want to tidy all of the soot in the chimney so that it falls down. Yes, exactly. I will allow it. Boom. Please increase your danger by one. Will do. As uh, Reginald glows for a moment, um, as, of course, Mr. Slimy is hopping towards the fireplace <laughs> at the moment, I believe, as well. <laughs> yeah, no heads um, up. No heads a, up. A dark, a dark cloud of uh, soot, just soot and ash just suddenly uh, fall from within the chimney, immediately spreading out over the fire and also over Mr. Slimy, um, who is now Mr. Oh. Ashy. <laughs> um, Mr. Ashy. And the fire becomes extinguished almost immediately, plunging the entire room into darkness. <laughs> and the professor goes, oh, very clever. And uh, you begin to hear him uh, clomp around for something. Arthur, oh, oh, get out of here, get out of here. No, he's right there. He's right here. We can get him. He'll kill you. He's seen you. Get, just get out of here. No, you, I won't leave. You hear him yell, ah, I can hear a frog croaking as well. So, she has sent more than one. I'm a toad. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I will not, I will not, I cannot stand frogs. Oh, you will be great in my next potion. Well, now he knows that you're here. Okay, we know he's here. We know he knows what's up. Escape route up the chimney. I say we get out and figure this out outside. Mr. Slimy, you hear him, or you, you can almost feel him as he uh, plops down right in front of you between you and the chimney as he, uh, desperately starts presumably you hear like brushing sounds and uh you hear like kind of a little 
or like, and uh, you see just tiny little sparks coming from within the chimney. Ah, he's trying to light it again. He's trying to light Let's it. Let's leave. We can't win this one. I, okay, on his desk with his spells, does he have spell components sitting there? That's a good question. Uh, answer me this. Can you see any spell components there? Well, it's pitch black, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Did I see any before that it went dark? Um, any, sorry, you're looking for unfinished spells? What was? No, I'm, I'm looking for spell components. Basically, oh, spell components. if there's any, like, oh. newts, like, tongue of newts and, like, piles of, like, weird little animals parts, I'm going to hide among them. You sure did see a bunch of stuff that was on his alchemy table. Exactly okay. the sort of thing that you're describing. Eyes of newt, spider silk, frog's eyes. I'm going to do the bravest thing I've ever done, and rather than fleeing, I'm going to go hop up and try to hide in the pile of frog's eyes. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Um, it's dark, so it's going to be difficult. You know roughly where it is, but it is dark again. I'm going to have you make not dangerous, challenging sly roll. Okay. Ooh, that's a four. Okay. Well, what happens is you hop onto the table and you knock something over. And uh, after just a brief second, you hear the crashing of glass. And uh, you, okay. you hear you hear him yell, Oh, that better not have been the pickled pig tail. That stuff is very flammable. But it seems like, it seems like the sparks uh, coming from the chimney are growing again and sticking for just a moment longer. Okay, Opal, we've got half a second to make a decision. Either we find out really quickly whether we can blow this guy's entire stash of stuff up sky high, and maybe we incinerate all of us ourselves as well. Who knows? Maybe this will work, maybe it won't. Or we can leave now and figure it out later. Blow his stuff up later, maybe. I don't know. I'd like to get out of here while I still have feathers. We can test it and see. I'm willing to give it a try. Opal's going to kind of fly over, try and find a place to kind of hide underneath. Um, and start... Um, I guess oh, she didn't really get a chance to look around, though, did she? Not really. Due to how you were positioned yeah. when you were facing him, you saw the table. So, you know, roughly where it is to hide under that. You saw okay. Reggie and Mr. Slimy hiding under there. So presumably you can, too. OK, so I'm I was just, just going for the table to hide because um, we're now you're on top of the table. Mr. Yeah. Slimy. No, I'll just say, Opal, if you can hear where I am. Light a fire right on the ground beneath me. That's where the potion landed. I'm going to do that and try to make flame. All right. Um, a couple things happen here uh, at roughly the same time. Opal starts glowing red with a bit of like a red aura around her. Um, I'm going to have you mark your danger up, please. So that happens. What also happens is that a small spurt of flame uh, kind of rises up from roughly more or less on the ground below where Mr. Slimy was. And at the same time, the room also floods with light again as the hearth uh, roars back to life. Uh, the professor, uh, covered in suit from being on his hands and knees and like shuffling inside, um, looks over uh, just in time to see the uh, pickled pigtails uh, starting to grow uh, in fire. Or at least the fire from them is starting to grow. I just start knocking other potions into it, books, anything. The, the professor, no, you fools, what are you doing? Are you trying to take yourselves out with me? 
I, I look for whatever book seems like it's most valuable to him and I throw it into the fire. Question. Okay, we're, we're gonna have to deal with the, the toad throwing things. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> knocking vials over, I can understand. Throwing books, you're gonna have to sell me on that one. Okay, I just, I just need to push it off the table and toads have very strong legs. All right, you hop on over to the bookshelf and uh, I don't know, these was, books are kind of heavy. Was there any that's just like sitting on the table by the alchemy stuff? No, they were all on the bookshelf. Okay. Then you could push one over if you wanted to make a fierce roll. Rather than doing that, I'll instead just good because that one was going to be, be dangerous. Be just easy to knock over, easier to knock over vials. I'll start anything that looks looks like it's some sort of alcohol solution. Uh, the frog's uh, eyes are probably preserving things. Frog's eyes. Yeah, I'm just gonna start knocking over more stuff to grow the flames. Then. Well, some weird things uh, start happening to the flames. Um, they start changing color. Uh, you knock something over, it turns blue. You knock another thing over, it starts smelling like delicious garlic bread in here. Um, and we knock the third one over, um, and nothing really happens, although the professor is now yelling, and he's uh, rapidly running towards the bookshelf uh, to try to grab a book. He's, oh, cursed, cursed companions, why are you doing this? Oh, if only you could explain. If only you would explain. Shut up and die. <laughs> ah, I, I hear a magpie. There's a third one of you. <laughs> Opal's I gonna fly it. over to the bookshelf and try to pull a book off into the fire. The same book that the the professor seems to be heading towards, she's gonna go for it. Ooh, because he just reached the bookshelf. You could try to pull it from him as he's like gripping it with his fingers. Okay, uh, I'll do that. This is going to be challenging and dangerous. I'll take it! Make a fierce roll with a <laughs> fierce modifier of zero. <laughs> Oh, I have to do really good. You don't Eight. have to do really good. You could also just do not horribly. Eight. Wow. That was not horribly. That was a success. Ah, oh, yes! You uh, pull the book uh, from his... You, you uh, grab on with your talons, and you manage to yoink the book from him for just a moment with just enough backward force that you can set it on a trajectory towards the fire. And uh, the fire starts roaring more, and it starts spreading rapidly across the floor, blocking the door, and the professor begins backing up slowly towards the wall as the flames grow larger. He goes, So, this is it, I see. May I perish here with you all, or shall you be escaped? Oh, and I'll never be able to find out who killed her. Oh, what a pity. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Gosh, dang it. Mm.